This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1477, How to Learn English Like a Small Child. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Children are like sponges soaking up a new language. You can mimic some of the strategies that make language learning fun and engaging for children. Listen today for five tips to learn like a small child. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? Hi, Lindsay. I'm great. How are you? Good. Glad to have you on All Ears English. And we have a web class coming up tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Are you excited? Tomorrow. I've been really excited about this one and I can't wait. I think it's going to be so fun to have more of us on the mic mm-hmm. in the web class. I'm so excited for the pre-party before. The pre-party. Guys, that's why you have to sign up, mark your calendar and show up early. Don't show up on time. Don't show up five minutes late because you might not get into the room. Okay, show up five minutes early. And where can our listeners sign up for this web class? Yes, go right now to allersenglish.com slash coffee to reserve Mm -hmm. your spot. And there's details there about the dates. It's on the first and the fifth as well as the time. And yeah, I want to make sure and sign up now so it doesn't fill up and you get left behind. I know. I mean, it's all about how can we listen in fast groups, right? Fast groups of native speakers are speaking quickly. They're speaking over each other. They're speaking fast. How can you get in there, understand what you're hearing and participate? That's what we're going to show you how to do. Yes, exactly. We will see you guys there. And today, I'm so excited. We have the last of our series for this Women in Language conference I attended. This one's really fun. It's um, We're talking about how to learn English like a very young child. So we know science has shown us that they sort of have a leg up on us the younger they are. (laughs) They do. They do. They're like sponges, right? Just absorb. Yes, (laughs) exactly. I'm so jealous. I know you, um, there was an episode not that long ago where Mm -hmm. you talked about what you learned from spending a week with 
with a two-year-old, right? And I (laughs) bet that's what you saw, that she was a sponge. Oh my gosh, that was when my niece was two and now she's six. That's so crazy. (laughs) Oh, that was a little while ago. That was a while ago. (laughs) Four years ago. Um, But anyways, yeah, kids, they just learn quick, but there are certain things that we can learn from them. And today's episode is inspired by who, Aubrey? Who is the inspiration for this episode? Yes. So her name is Tavy Basley. She is the founder of a language school called French Speak. So you can find that at frenchspeak.com.au. And we'll also post a link to that on the blog. Yeah. So thank you in advance from uh, to Tavy. Uh, Some Mm -hmm. of these ideas are her ideas and we're going to add our own ideas on top of it based on our own experience. Okay, guys. All right, cool. Let's get into it. Yeah, so this was a very appropriate for me because you know I have small children mm-hmm. and you do, you have to really engage them. You have to make it interesting or they are, you're going to lose them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same with us with language. There's so many things that we can do to make our language learning more interesting. So mm-hmm. the first one, she was just talking about how important it is to make it fun. Have you found yeah. this, Lindsay? Do you have to make your language learning fun or you are you able to just read a textbook and, oh, and you're good? God, no. <laughs> no. I, I was I've never like when I learned yeah when I learned French I tried the textbook method it didn't work well but then when nope. I learned Spanish it was after school after I was in any kind of formal education and I learned it through honestly through um living in New York speaking with Spanish speakers and then traveling in South America so the part that was fun to me was that I was going to immediately use it with with natives but that doesn't have to be the only way to do it right Aubrey right yep exactly like that is the ideal when we can yeah. be immersed in learning with natives but when we don't have that option, there are certainly better ways to be learning rather than through textbooks, right? We yeah. don't want, well, and, and Tavi was talking about how because we often learn languages initially at school, we end up associating it with hard work or homework. Yeah. And we forget that it still needs to be fun and we need to keep it fun or we're not going to stick with it. Yeah. And I think also probably for other cultures, I'm guessing Japan, for example, the way they learn kanji is so intense (laughs) from what I've heard, right? Because there are 2,500 characters of kanji. So I think there's a lot of memorization. So I think probably what happens is they carry those methods over into learning English. So it becomes kind of drudgery, right? Memorization and it's Mm -hmm. strict and you have to learn X number of words. That doesn't translate into fluency. That's a problem. Exactly. Right. And there are so many more engaging ways. Like, for example, you can learn through music, movies, podcasts, right? It's such a better way to hear native natural English Mm -hmm. and then practice it. Yeah, there are so many options. And what about reading for speed? I see this is in your notes here. What's that about? So, well, there are different options when it comes to reading. Like Mm -hmm. you can have a goal when you're reading. You can be, like you said, reading for speed sometimes. Mm -hmm. She was talking about changing it up. Like if sometimes you're just trying to read for speed, other times you need to read out loud and focus on pronunciation Mm -hmm. or maybe do a deep dive and look up every word on one page. And Mm -hmm. the more you switch it up and make your reading different every day or every hour, the more you're going to keep your brain engaged. Mm. I love this. I mean, and different types of formats, right? Maybe she mentioned this. I mean, I would definitely go for a magazine one day, a journal another day, a web page the other day, and then a novel, right? Always changing that format. That's so good. Exactly. Yep, right? You have to be interested in what you're reading. And if you know you need to read the news, like IELTS students definitely need to, and the rest of us who just want to keep up on daily events, that's awesome. But don't read it for hours and hours. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) switch it up, read a novel you enjoy, and just different types of reading material to keep yourself interested. 
Yeah, that's how the human brain works, right? If you get too used to something, you also, your learning curve will be slower also because it'll become too easy, right? I mean, to keep it challenging, you also need to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. So her second tip was about repetition. And this was really interesting because I don't use a lot of repetition with my language learning usually, but Mm. she was talking about how young children do learn through many repetitions. They hear words hundreds, even thousands of times before they even try to use it, which was fascinating to think about, right? So she was talking about how there are things we can do as adults, Mm -hmm. like drilling weak points, if it's pronunciation or certain words that we we can drill, we can, you know, give ourselves opportunities to hear these things over and over, or something fun and activity like answering the same set of questions about something three times out loud, and then recognizing how well you're improving, really paying attention to that so that you can feel You know, it's your confidence improves as you get better. Yeah, for sure. And just to add to this, I mean, a pro tip, kind of a secret that we can always do and no one has to know, you can repeat things in your head all the time. (laughs) I don't know. I I tend to do that. I think I have some kind of weird thing going on in my head, but I repeat things I hear silently all the time. So when it comes to learning languages, it's actually pretty easy because I just hear it and I just repeat it silently. And so that can help me to get the pronunciation as well as the vocab. So oh, that's to- <laughs> interesting. Do you do that in in like just languages you're learning or do you find yourself doing it in English as well? In English too. It's some kind oh, of weird thing going on in my mind. <laughs> it might be some kind of, I don't know. It probably I, helps your I, memory and recall. <laughs> you're like, what yeah. did I tell you? Oh, I remember because I yeah. repeated it in my head four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can. But it's definitely, it's like a mat. It's kind of a secret weapon when it comes to learning languages. But even if you don't do this naturally, you can do it on purpose, right? You can. Yes decide to just silently repeat the words you hear the phrases especially when you're around natives it's so good yes Um, oh so smart i'm gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) hey guys if you are in china we are on wechat if you want a different way to interact with all ears english then check it out go over and find our official channel called all ears english official on wechat see you there Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So right, third, she was talking about how important it is to not worry about mistakes. And this is really, she's preaching to the choir here because <laughs> we, we have to tell you guys all the time, don't worry so much about mistakes. Oh, don't yeah. try to be perfect. And it's really true. Young children, they don't care if they're making mistakes. They're yeah. just going to say it either how they've heard it or, you know, they don't even care. And mm-hmm. it's, you sure. know, there's, there's different schools of thoughts of whether you should correct children or not. But in general, for adults, we don't get corrected and Mm -hmm. we shouldn't, right? Because we shouldn't be so worried about the mistakes we're making. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, often our listeners probably want to work with a teacher and they'll say to the teacher, please correct all my mistakes. But that's not always the right approach, right? It's not always the right approach. That teacher shouldn't be correcting every single thing you say. They should be focusing on a few specific things, right? Exactly. Yep, Mm -hmm. right. And then worrying more about 
you know, are the general understanding comprehension and are you able to then use the language, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we could take this even further too, Aubrey, and we could just say, try to make mistakes, like aim for 20 mistakes a day. Yes. Because then you know you're using the language. For sure. I mean, we have a lot of power to manipulate the way we think about things. You know what I mean? You don't have to say a mistake is bad. A mistake is good. All right, guys. So play around with that a little bit. Change the I parameters. I love that idea. Yeah, because yeah. especially if you're intentionally making mistakes, you're going to be more cognizant of them. You're going mm-hmm. to recognize them yes. as opposed to you know making them accidentally and never knowing it happened. You're going to learn so it. much more. I love it. Change the rules, right? Change the right. rules. So good. Okay. What's the fourth one? Okay. So she talked about um, really being intentional with your focus and then breaking everything up into shorter activities. She's talking about Mm. how children have shorter attention spans, as we know. (laughs) I imagine. And research has shown that short bursts and short activities are much more effective than long study sessions that aren't, you know, mixing it up. Yeah. I mean, you probably have direct experience with this, Aubrey, with your kids home. Oh, yes. Sometime they've been home this summer. I mean, how have you managed to to break it out? Also, your kids are different ages. How do you manage the time with which kids are doing things? I mean, <laughs> this has really been key for us. This The short bursts, short activities, especially of six-year-old twins oh. and online school has been very difficult for them. And they're good for 15, 20 minutes max with right. any one activity. And then you just have to change it up because, yeah, their attention span's not very long. You don't want them to get bored and right. act out or give up. And right. so this really works for them, but it also works for me as a language learner. I yeah. can't, very few things can I do for hours and hours before my mind will be wandering and my study is less effective. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever heard of the Pomodoro method? This makes me no. think of that. The Pomodoro technique is the idea, I think it's like a timer. It's a 25 minute timer where you time your activity and the assumption is that you shouldn't do anything for more than 25 minutes. And then you take a break, you come back, time it for 25 minutes again. So science proves this, right? This is not just a theory or an idea. This is true science here. Yeah. And I'm guessing our listeners have seen this in their own lives. And it's just a matter of then acting on it, recognizing, okay, I need to actually stop myself after about 25 minutes. Lots of other things I can do that will also be valuable. Let's switch up the activity. Yeah, I mean, if we know this is true in other aspects of our lives, like we don't want to do anything for more than, you know, 15, 20, 25 minutes, why would we try to do the opposite with English learning? Why would we try to sit down and take out a textbook and stare at it alone in a room? Don't do that. (laughs) For an hour. Why? (laughs) Why? So yeah, her last tip, I really loved this. She's talking about how with children, we're we're patient. We give them time. You know, um, the metaphor of of learning to swim. Mm -hmm. Parents don't or shouldn't just throw the kid in the deep end of the pool and say, (laughs) good luck. You know, (laughs) we give them time. We give them baby steps to learn the fundamentals and and get their feet wet, you know, get Mm -hmm. um, used to it a little bit before we give them riskier, harder activities. And it should be the same with ourselves. Give yourself time to become fluent. Yeah, kind of scaffold that learning gradually. Understand where you are. Understand when you're making a, a wise challenge or when you're go, you're too far in, right? You're too you're over, right. in over your head, as we say. Um, speaking of that, last week, my dog, he does not know how to swim and he jumped in a lake and I had to oh. pull him out and he's like flailing and I'm like, oh my God, he's going to sink. Oh, no. <laughs> Were you fully dressed? You had to jump in and rescue and him? I had to jump in. I would not completely jump in, but I had to like pull him out Oof. and everything got so, oh my God, it was crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just had to share that. He was going after a ball and he was really excited about the ball. But oh, yeah, man. sometimes we just, it's a good analogy, right? Don't jump in too much. Don't jump in too deep. Know where you are and what you can handle. <laughs> don't be like my dog. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, and that way you can celebrate successes along the way instead yeah. of just feeling frustrated all the time because you've, yeah. you know, taken a bit off more than you could chew. <laughs> and, you know, you're trying to do too much too fast and then you don't feel those successes. You yes. want you want to feel that progress, see that progress to stay motivated. Yeah. So I think our listeners just have, they have to take it on themselves to be a little smarter about how we're learning. And I think you guys are already doing it because you're listening to this show, right? I mean, that's the first step. You're learning in a new way, but now let's tweak the rest of the way that you're learning. Yeah. So good. Yeah, exactly. So mm. you guys, we just want you to know that there's so many aspects that you can take advantage of, of the things that do make learning easier for small children, right? Mm -hmm. Learning a language. So try out these tips. It is going to make your learning more fun, more effective. It's going to help you stay more motivated. So just like you were saying, you know, it's now it's a matter of like, you're already doing some things right. You just kind of need to tweak your perspective and try these things out and see if it helps. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And guys, if you want more from Tavy Basley, right, the founder yes. of School of uh, French Speak, go over to frenchspeak.com, uh, .au. Uh, that would be the place. And we'll leave the link on the blog, right, Aubrey? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All right. And I will see you uh, in the web class tomorrow, I right? Know. Yes, guys. One more time, go to allearsenglish.com slash coffee to sign up and make sure you show up early. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you there. <laughs> okay, Aubrey. See you there. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.